All that matters is the content. So welcome to episode one of Mommies and Mimosas, where we're just going to talk about um, you guys getting to know me and Jasmine as hosts. Yeah. We just recorded Jasmine's introductory episode. So make sure that you click the link in both of our bios. Yes. Is it in your bio? Yeah. No. Okay. It'll be there. It'll be there. (laughs) Uh, Click the link in the bio to listen to her episode. Yes. Mine, where we barely touched on who we are, who we are as moms, how we met. Um, So we could do all that right now. So I met Jasmine. We met each other at the Woman Evolve Conference in Denver, Colorado this year in July and that conference was bomb. Everything. For real. Everything. I mean, you went last year, right? Yeah, I went. Yeah. So, yeah this, so. this was my second year going. Yeah. And so I met her and her best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Charday was there. Yes. She was, invited me. She just happened to see it on like Facebook or something. Or maybe she follows. Uh, it's a. Uh, she found it from Janice. Okay. Who see? I Look so at I all. brought my friend. Right. And then. She brought her friend. Right. And then and we then met. We met each other. <laughs> so. And the rest is history. Yeah, so we were just sitting there talking on like the lunch break, and um, Jasmine had mentioned she's very, uh, her followers know she's a very open person. Very. <laughs> she <laughs> likes to share for good reasons. Yes. And she was talking about being a mother of a blended family, but the way she presented it was so positive and so like, thank you. Just the perspective, I don't often hear it. And I've been sitting on this podcast for some time now. I recorded a couple episodes by myself it sounded weird to me or I just knew I wanted somebody to ping off of I wanted somebody to kiki with I guess right and so when I met her we had that conversation just about motherhood in general I knew I'm like this could be some good chemistry and then when we left Charday was like I mentioned it to Charday and she was like oh that'd be perfect like she's bomb already this was day one so right, it right. was yeah, yeah. Well, we're still in Denver it right? was day one yeah. yeah we talked about it um, but you know how that goes. You link up with people somewhere and nothing else. nothing ever comes and up. They're like, oh, right? let's link up when we get home. And, and then they nothing, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but exactly. we did. But we did. It, it's going to take us a little bit because she has six kids. I have two that are very close in age. So um, let's start there. I am. Um, and again, you could go listen to the introductory episode for who's Tierra, who's Jasmine. Right. Um, I'm a mother of two. I have a three-year-old and my daughter will be two next month. So we, we was busy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> back to back. Um, oh, no. And I'm born and raised in Las Vegas. I spent some time in the Air Force, nine and a half years, moved around a little bit. I met my husband there and we came back to Vegas because I have a marketing firm in Vegas that I need to, um, you would think it's 2019, you could run things virtually, but being face to face, hands on with clients yes. and the people that work for me, it just, that seems to be the way to go that's good that's how it's gonna have to work so right right okay so you guys these are my followers hey new people okay so (laughs) i'm jasmine um 33 blended mother well i'm a mother first right and then i'm a blended mom you know i have six children in total five of whom me and my husband have raised and then one who lives in atlanta with his mom and we see him in the summers. And now my nephew is actually in the mix as well. So um, I have six kids. I am super passionate about blended families. I have an online forum, Blend More with the Oars. And we did a field day. And I've kind of, things have slowed down a little bit on that. But I was so excited when I met you a couple months after that event because I am ready to awaken that and right. just kind of see how this can 
merge into that and blend things. So kick it back up, yeah, absolutely. For sure. So we're gonna be, um, you know, expanding both of our our demographics and our markets because motherhood is the foundation of it all. Right. So we have that in common, but. You know, our, our backgrounds are a little bit different. I'm from Atlanta. I've been in Vegas now nine years. And so I'm huge on um, being social, marketing, networking, and just getting together mm-hmm. with people and just seeing our energy was just so organic when we met. I knew that I needed to link up with her. Like, we just had good rapport. And when she told me what her vision was for Mommies and Mimosas, and she said, you know, I just needed somebody to kind of bounce off of. I was like, <laughs> me, girl. It's me. So, yeah. And I like that you said it, you needed something to push what you were already doing. Because I yes. same, same with me. Um, I spent all that time in the Air Force. And when I got out as a stay-at-home mom for like two years, and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. Right. I already had the marketing firm because it's family-owned. So my dad started it. And I joined the leadership team because I thought it would be silly of me to just go reinvent the wheel elsewhere. He's my dad. He could be the best mentor. He is the best mentor. So I was like, if I, it doesn't matter what type of business I'm going to start or even join or whatever, marketing is going to be needed. And then learning to run a business under my dad, I just, that, that was something I was not going to pass up. Um, But yeah, exactly. And when I was at home, um, as a stay at home mom, you, you got a lot. Not a lot of time, but I made a lot of time. I wasn't the, I make sure before my husband get home, I cooked, I cleaned. I, I mean, I did some of that stuff, but I breastfed full time. I made all my kids food from scratch. I never bought baby food. So. What? Yeah. 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 And we, we just met. So we're getting, we're getting to know yes. each other in front yes. of you guys. Um, I made all the baby food because you, you kind of got time and I don't want, yeah, no, I don't do. want any of the stay at home to get offended. Right. Story, but because, I had time too. Right. Cause some, my exactly. Cause mother. some of them be doing a lot. Like there was, there's one of my girlfriends. Um, she'll probably be listening from week to week. She makes their soaps and it's levels to it. It is levels. Now so. we, we made our own um, laundry detergent. Oh no. Girl, we mm. went deodorant free. That was a fail. What? With boys. Yeah. Me, girl. <laughs> yeah, so there's levels to it. I mean, right, one right. make her own wipes. Stuff. I, wow. I just made the baby food. It was easy. Okay. We cooked okay. what we cooked, pureed it. We just didn't put a lot of seasoning in there. Okay. But when I was a stay-at-home mom, I learned that um, through my own research of having my own kids, I was helping a lot of moms, like, through their birthing process and through them preparing for their birth. So okay. that's where I landed on... Um, you know, midwifery naturally, especially if I had both my kids naturally. So you kind of just too. spill into that mm-hmm. and you that's just who's in that world. Um, but I wasn't about to go to school. School's not my thing. That's why I joined the Air Force when I was 18. I wasn't about to go to school full time to become a midwife. So I was like, what else could I do? What else am I? I'm already doing it. Um, so I started my doula certification this March. So Mommies and Mimosa was another way, like you said, to right. push that even as well. Because I, I really just want to help moms um, in any way that I can right. share my stories and hopefully it'll, you know, help them through whatever they're going through. Um, I think I mentioned it in my intro, but I I know I went through a little postpartum. I don't know if you did or, I did not. or if you feel like you know, because when I was in it, I didn't think... I didn't identify it as postpartum. But okay. after it passed, I, could see that. I was like, nah, girl, you went through a little postpartum. Like, you know what? I didn't. I 
I hear so much about it now, yeah. and I'm just kind of like, okay. And, and when you haven't gone through it, it's really hard to empathize to, because to relate. Yeah. you're like, okay, I, I just, I never experienced that. But yeah. to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, you know, the, the schooling realm was, that, that was the path that I did choose. Yeah. So I'm kind of merging the fact of my education and what my passion is, families. A lot of people come to me for advice mm-hmm. and just kind of like, how do you guys do it? And right. so... I use my therapeutic background to kind of filter into what we're doing as a family and really trying to gear people towards making their life work for them in their blended family. Yeah, so, which I'm sure is super helpful. Yeah. To I have a therapist so. in the house. Now, Girl, do you be therapying them? <laughs> absolutely not, right? No. I just, they're like... I don't need a therapist. I need a mama. I'm Can they wife. tell when you're approaching it as a therapist? You know what? But it's a part of me. Right, like, right, how right. do you cut that right, off? And right. that's what I try to tell yeah. people. Like, clearly, this is my path it's a part for of a reason. Are. It's yeah. a part of who I am. Yeah. So sorry. That's what yeah. you're going to get when you're dealing with I can see that because yeah. even now when I hear people, they're like, I'm pregnant. I immediately jump into doula mode where Absolutely. I'm like, I start asking you. certain questions and I know they'd be like, girl, just say congratulations. Exactly. He's been moving. I kind of right. forced myself on this girl at the um, Starbucks that day. That no. Day. The day that we day met before her. you got there. Yeah, I forgot to tell Oh my gosh. That's okay. She you was, might be, it might be a new client. We, it might be somebody that exactly. needs a resource. We were talking. How do you know? And she was talking about, I was ear hustling a little bit, just a little bit, but she was talking about how she didn't have any energy. So I just shared a couple things with her and she seemed appreciative, but I'm like, girl, you can't be, be imposing yourself on strangers. You know what? <laughs> Let them use you. Right, right. Let them use you. So as we were saying earlier, um, you should be listening to this if you're everything that we were just talking about. Yes. Like, are you here to encourage moms? Are you don't even have to be a mom yet? Um, just be here to support moms. Yes. Share your stories. We're gonna have guests on yes. some of the episodes, but the first few episodes are just gonna be the two of us getting to know each other, getting to know you as an audience, building an audience. Um, we're gonna have uh, guests in the future. We yes. are going to do a meetup probably towards the end that yes. the theme queen is going to put together because don't count on me for that. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> and um, basically, that's the makeup of our show. Oh, we're going to have games. Yes. So uh, we'll reveal those when it comes time. Yeah. And when it'll, we, when it'll we have our goals later. Yeah. So sure. we're just excited. I'm excited. I'm very, very excited. I know. It I ha- it's happening right uh, now. Right. I can't imagine if I was doing this by myself. Like, I, I probably would have done it, but then it would have been one of those, like, something's missing, something's missing. Right, that's okay. Something's missing. That's so. okay. <laughs> I'm a missing piece. And Jasmine's not a football mom because she's no. got her jersey. It's Sunday. Wait a minute. So Cowboys she, won I'm, today. I'm counting on her to kind of help me. Teach her this, yeah. Right, because I'm like, my husband would so appreciate this in the meantime. Are you going to be I'm a Cowboys fan, like, though? My in-laws are. I can. I can try. Okay, there you go. Yeah. I was a little nervous pulling up to them. Like she probably on Falcons, Falcons jersey. Fan. I'm like, girl, I'm nobody's fan. <laughs> you okay? a Jasmine? I'm like, your mommy's the most fan. <laughs> right. There we go. Yeah, I'm a mommy's the most fan. That is too funny. Cowboys won today. In case y'all care. Woo woo. I almost maybe your followers are from Atlanta. They might They'll jump be on all right. <laughs> so. um... There was some crazy stuff over the weekend that we're also going to have hot topics on the show, just like most shows and podcasts. And um, one of them being the H&M debacle. I know. So I had posted. Let's talk about it, girl. So I had posted about it, but I didn't want to get too deep into it because I knew that Jasmine and I were going to have this conversation 
and we briefly talked about it offline but i want to hopefully recreate or repeat some of that here live um just what were your initial thoughts on it (laughs) when you how did you first see it and what did you think okay so I saw you sent me the information. Okay. My mother is also like CNN and Facebook, okay? If you go to her page, it's news off. She posts it's everything. It's like, girl, give us, just tell how you feeling. You know, it's like, what's right. on your mind? Right. Why the articles? Right, right. right. So anyway. Oh, she the person don't ever post nothing about herself. Just Right, right. Either either it's like, and she's all over the place. But that the is point hilarious. is, I saw this article on her page and you sent it to me. And as soon as I clicked into the link, I see the little girl. It's a side profile, mm-hmm. and her hair is pulled back into a ponytail. Mm-hmm. I just I call it a ponytail, but yeah, it was a ponytail. Was it? She don't have long hair. It was, it was a, a puff. Ponytail. It was a puff ball. There you go. It was a puff. So let me say this: when I saw it, I thought, "Here we go. Mm-hmm. We, the black community, here we go." Do we ever pick our battles? Like, I literally looked at it and thought, what are we, what is the fuss? Right. And I had only seen her picture at that point. So I didn't even dig deeper into it just yet. I just tried H&M's to see, response and all nope, that. Yeah. I didn't look into that yet. I yeah. just solely focused on, okay, how do I feel about the image that I'm seeing? And it did not. You weren't bothered. I wasn't bothered. Yeah, you know what? I Same, same. When I, when I first saw it, I just. The first thing, because like you said, it was a side profile. So the mm-hmm. first thing I'm like, why they got that rubber band on that baby head? Like that was, and I wasn't thinking H&M put the rubber band there. I was not mom bashing, but I was like, mama, why you, she didn't need the rubber band. Because it looked, right, it could have just been It looked right. like, that took a minute. Like, yeah. that looked like. It was tension. Yeah. And it was the thing Maybe that. Maybe no edges. It was couple. pulling her edge. You could yeah. see the split. In, so that was my first thought. And then second, like you said, I saw all the outrage because then it got shared by. Everybody, um, and they did. everybody, and on my melanated mommy page, I share nothing. I follow nothing but mom pages mostly, mm-hmm. <sighs> and a lot of them was pissed. And I'm like, I don't, I maybe I'm missing something. I don't see we why we're such mad. a bandwagon society, yeah. right? Like yeah. we let everybody tell us what we need to feel about a fake situation. outrage, mm-hmm. and it's just like, what is going on? I looked at the picture, and then as I dug deeper, let's see what minute. Said, yeah. Nobody had a problem with Blue Ivy's hair. Hello. Thank you. They did pick on her, but now Blue got more hair than all of them. Right, so, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. They picked on her, but then, yeah. of course, when we got back into this movement of right. celebrate your blackness, your mm-hmm. hair, your this, your that, now all of a sudden it's like yeah. we kind of pick and choose who is good enough to do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, you know, not that kind of hair. Well, this kind of hair. Right. And I just feel like yeah, we we kind of went over the top with that one for me. Like you said, we got to pick and choose our battles. I remember having yeah. a conversation with one of my girlfriends a couple years ago, and she was like, laying your edges with natural hair feels unnatural. feels weird. But like we were saying a little bit off air, like if I have a short haircut, I'm looking raggedy right now, but normally y'all will see my haircut. And it is natural just because it's super short. It's no maintenance. I right. literally get in the shower, do a little bit of um, conditioner, and then I'm, I'm good. Get my little sponge, and I'm good to go. If it was a little bit longer and if it was giving me a hard time, I'm grabbing the creamy crack. I don't care. I'm not. Right. People That's are my business. So, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You perm your hair. Girl, it's not that deep. I sure do. It's not that deep for me. Right. Right. Yeah. And there may be some people that's like, oh, you know, team, we got to embrace. I think like we were saying off air, just embrace what you want to do, what you right. like, what feels natural to you. If it feels right. natural for you to go get a weave, if it feels natural for you to go get a perm, 
Just do it. Do it. It's not that. It's not that deep. I I think it was definitely a lot of fake outrage. I wanted you to share just a little bit because my daughter's only, um, she'll be two next month. Mm-hmm. So her hair hasn't really been an issue yet. Yeah. But you had told me a story. Oh, I said. Well, first off, I looked at the picture and was like, my daughter's at home right now. Looking, looking like, like that. that right now. What like what am I supposed to do? Right. Like, you can't even be mad. Yeah. <laughs> what? Right. I mean, now would I me mm-hmm. send her to a photo shoot looking like that? No. Oh, but that was the not to cut you off, but that was the H and M response that it was an after school look. Right. And let me say this: yeah. after I looked into it, right, I started researching and looking into. Okay, what is this about? And when they said the after school photo shoot look, I saw children of different nationalities hair, you know, and their whatever their curl pattern was, whatever their texture was, mm-hmm. it was it looked like they just came from school. Right. Um so I I hate that they would jump on a young woman yeah. and make her feel like her hair was good enough because yeah. that is the natural state of right. her hair. Right. So cuz now she's going to have this complex. Absolutely. If she sees all. I was just I telling her she, does, she looked uh I'd say 11 and mm, really? under. She I'm not that old. I'm not good with guessing kids' age yet. She was 11, <laughs> so 11, 10, yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah, and, um, you know, I was just telling her that maybe a couple of years ago, my daughter came home and she wanted to shave the side of her hair, and I'm always like bouncing ideas off my mom. So I call her and I'm like, Oh my God, Mom, Greenly wants to cut her hair. And she was like, what? No. Like, and everybody, that was their response. Mm. And as black people, we are so, our hair is everything. Right. And, We you put know, a lot of pressure on our hair. A lot of pressure. Did you watch yes. Napoli ever after? Yes. Yeah. I, anything, yeah. yeah. You guys should watch that. Yeah. So we watched that. We did not watch that. I've watched that, but that is not the point of this story. Okay. The point is that her hair, she wanted it shaved. My husband wasn't going for it. And finally, he was like, you know what? She spoke to us and she said, I make good grades. I'm a good kid. And she really just kind of sold us on these points that why is my hair such a big issue for you all? Mm. She can kind of. Mm -hmm. She articulated. Yeah. yeah. Like the fact that she can grasp that concept and she must have been seven or eight years old. I thought, who am I to not let this child be great? Right. And we shaved it right on off. And guess what? Her hair grew right back. However, Mm -hmm. on Friday, she did cut her hair into a bob and she did not ask me about that. So. I will say that. She was like, it's too hot. <laughs> I mean, she. I'm like, lady, like, ma'am. I will say, yeah, like certain things, if she would have got your, like she did the first time, just right. ask. You because ask. it's a discussion. It you is. You don't just get to do it what is. you want to do. It is, especially in a black mom household. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And I know we got listeners from all ethnicities and backgrounds. So yeah. I, it's going to be interesting. My, my kids are mixed. So yes, I'm going to post a picture of my daughter. When I saw the article, I just picked my daughter up from um, my step. She didn't go to daycare. She goes with my stepmom. And I took a picture of her hair. I'm going to post it on my story. Like, she's mixed. And her hair was looking a mess. Because it was the end of the day. So if H&M right. would have picked my baby up after. Exactly. She'd have been looking crazier than the girl. I just They just need to take the rubber band off. That was it. That all was right. all. If it had been an afro, because there was another black girl. I don't Should know if it was her. She had an afro. She had very coarse hair. Mm-hmm. I thought she was different, but the other girl, mm-hmm. because it was a side profile, I mm-hmm. didn't know. But mm-hmm. she had an afro, and it was in its natural you know, state. In its natural state, and she was... The rubber band just had to go. That's all. Yeah. yeah. They, it was the overall hairstyle. However, I will say that 
a lot of the outrage, I think, did surface from just the idea that there are not enough uh, resources. For... They, I did see some of the celebrities posting that. Like, I saw um, Amber Riley. She mm-hmm. posted, usually when I go on set, there's not people to do my hair, do my makeup properly. Right. That's a so that, maybe it opened up that discussion. Exactly. And that's an issue. But... And that would, that's absolutely an uh, issue. But this yeah. specific, if we just pinpoint H&M and this little girl, mm-hmm. it went along with their campaign. And their yeah. campaign was this after-school look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they achieve that much. That so, your kids be coming home looking crazy. Exactly. That's all they wanted to tell us. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what they Man, I told her another story of my daughter first day of school. I mean, hair was beautiful. I put flexi rods. She was popping heading to school. Comes home and I'm like, this child got into a bar fight. Right. Like, what right. The heck? She got into a big old Girl, scuffle. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was it was bad. So yeah. how do we know how, you know, right. that might be her after school look? Yeah, maybe the bun was nice and tight with edge control. Right, right. So you guys, please post uh, your comments. What do you think? Do you agree with us? Do you not agree with us? What are your views on H&M? Yeah. And where they went wrong? What they, you know, where they If okay? they went wrong. If they went wrong. And wrong. other people speaking on this mom's decision to put that rubber band in her head. Right. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> What else were we going to discuss today? Um, so another, I didn't get the exact information, but if um, if any of you live in Las Vegas and if your kids are uh, part of Clark County School District, then maybe you could share the article with us or maybe the email or something, but we didn't get the information in time. So this is by word of mouth. I heard a rumor from a parent that they want to introduce an elementary, um, I don't even know because I don't have it in front of me. Basically, they want to introduce an elementary um, education about gender assignment, gender how you feel. And again, don't come after me, LGBTQ community, because I don't know the correct terminology. But basically, if a kid feels that they identify with one gender or another, um, they want to educate them on that. So if there are kids that are feeling that way or experiencing it, they can feel comfortable to talk to their parents or their so school counselor. So I wonder, counselor. is this a class that they're opting into? Like sex ed, yeah. Okay. So during sex ed, they are going to apparently talk about this. I don't know if that's true completely, but this notification somebody got, um, they told me about it like Thursday or Friday. How do you feel about this? I don't have kids in school yet, but I feel like conversations about sex, um, even religion to me, there's too many different... America's supposed to be this huge melting pot, right? Mm -hmm. So religion, sex, um, that's probably it that I can think of right now. I feel like it's not their place. It's not the school's place to infringe these ideas or beliefs or even open up that discussion with our kids. I don't think that because you don't know what age I've decided to even talk to my kids about sex. And I know, again, I know that um, identifying with one gender or another doesn't have to do with sexuality, but... That to me is too confusing to me of a topic to even start. A hundred percent. That's that's a young elementary school. What are you ten? At the at, oldest. At the oldest. At the oldest. So yeah. I don't even know what grade they were considering, but I, I would say I don't. I, I disagree with it just because yeah, you're not, not giving the parents. Now if you now if you sent something home with the parents and said there's an option during sex ed, maybe this after school program. Do you want your kids to enroll? Give us the option. Right. Because I feel like nowadays, because of everybody being so sensitive, we're in a very, very, very sensitive time. I feel like 
now they think that it's okay to introduce so many different things that we never talked about. You don't no. know what your household is like, what my household is like. Maybe okay. I'm going to talk to my kids about sex and call it the bird and the bees. Maybe you're going to talk to your kids about sex and be like, it's sex. Right, right. Absolutely. So, to me, it's too early. I think that each parent has the right to have that conversation with their children. We have somebody, CCSC has a policy. 5138 that addresses the rights and needs of individuals with diverse gender identities. So what does that mean? Though? What does that mean, Jessica? Yeah. Because I, I find it... 5138. I can look it up. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so our background, we, we, are, we do identify religiously. We are not religious people, per se, um, meaning that we don't follow any set schedules and mm-hmm. anything like that, but we do identify as Christians. We do believe in God. We do believe in Jesus. And um, I don't feel like I want to... Hold on. I don't feel like I want to place that on the school as their responsibility to educate my children in a way that differs from what our moral background is. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I... So I'm going to read it. Oh, thank you, Jessica. I'm going to read it. I just pulled it up on Google. Thank you for the reference because, like I said, I heard about it and I wanted to get the information in advance. So it says the Clark County School District is committed to providing a safe, inclusive, and respectful learning environment for all students, including those with diverse gender identities and expressions at all district facilities, including but not limited to school buildings, buses, grounds, and at-school-sponsored activities. State law, state law protects students from discrimination based on gender identities or expressions. I agree So with this that. is called addressing the rights and needs of students with diverse gender identities or expressions. Absolutely. I'm all about the protection of. I Absolutely. just don't know how are they. And they, they, defined, it, they defined it here. They said, um, <coughs> excuse me, gender expression is the manner in which a student represents or expresses gender to others often through behavior, clothing, styles, activities, voice, or mannerisms. Um, And then identity is a student's understanding, outlook, feelings, and sense of masculine, feminine, both, or neither, regardless of the student's sex assigned at birth. So So I think if a boy wants to come to school and he has a girl haircut and he wants to, I, I don't feel the school should... I think that they have to protect the students. So let me be clear. Right. Saying oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't think that the school has a right if a boy looks more feminine. Mm-hmm. Now, if there is an issue with the student, let's say, coming in and... I'm trying to think of the how I really want to articulate this. Because, okay, I'll give an example. When you go to school, they say that you can't have any crazy hair colors, right? Right. Like you can't have blue, you can't have purple. Right. So I do understand in that way that this is the expectation that we expect um, in terms of how you are presenting yourself in school. Like, this is our policy. So it's kind of twofold. And I think my opinion is honestly biased because where I feel that they should be protected and each individual student has the right to appear in an educational setting However, how they feel, how they, how they feel. identify, yeah, or yeah, there you go, how they identify. Mm-hmm. I also feel like, in that case, it may need to be a discussion, but I just don't feel like it should be a school. I feel like if it we're should gonna be offered have, after school, or maybe it should a be special offered elective, after school. Or, but then in itself, I guess, then should the child even be allowed to come to school in that way? 
I mean, if that's the case, let's just wear uniforms and we can have boys and girls wear pants right. and polo shirts. To me, that's what this is saying, that the kids are now allowed to come. So if there's a child who is a boy and he wants to wear a dress, he, he, to me, that's what this is saying. Like, they're offering that protection and that freedom and that barrier for him to be able to do that. What do you think I, about that? I just don't think that kids' minds are mature enough to not pick on him or her. Or Agreed. They haven't reached... Adults haven't even reached that level of maturity. So, you have adults now who will see a transgender or even late... I'm from born and raised in Vegas, so seeing... Um, transgenders and drag or drag queens which aren't even the same thing um, seeing prostitutes mm-hmm. strippers all that stuff is not that is, that's not a shocking all thing for me right because I grew up in a city I feel like where maybe somebody from Iowa right I don't this ain't happening in, in Iowa I don't think right, right. <laughs> like, I would agree so maybe it's good here because they see it but I also don't feel like their minds have matured enough to um, make the kids feel safe. They're just saying we're offering a safe space. To me, this looks like and sounds like there was maybe a parent or some parents who fought for this. And okay. I could be wrong, but they fought for it because they have a son who wants to wear a skirt or a daughter, a daughter who mm-hmm. wants to dress like a tomboy, but she doesn't. That's just how she wants to dress. Um, I know in school, for me, growing up here in Vegas, it wasn't a big deal for girls to wear... Um, Dressed like a tomboy. People didn't automatically assume you're a lesbian or... But I don't think it typically is for, for females. Right. I think no, boys exactly. have more of a difficult time. And they do. They identify. And that, that's exactly you know, what I was Because then say. that's what you call it. Oh, you're just a tomboy. It's okay. It doesn't mean that right. you're gay. It doesn't mean that you're... doesn't mean anything right. as far as your sexual orientation. It is right. more depicting on what your sense of style is. Right. Yeah. Whereas for a boy, it, it, it doesn't have a name. A clear mm-hmm. indicate. I mean... Well, they used to say Tom Girl, but is that even really a thing? They they Doesn't didn't seem like yeah, it. yeah. It's not anything that people um, try to identify with as far as young boys that want to be more feminine or want to dress a certain way. Yeah, it automatically is he's gay and this right. is this. And I do feel like there's a place, a school is a place for education where a lot of people feel that prayer and different things should be in school. I, I agree don't. with your first point, which yeah. is we're a melting pot and mm-hmm. if we're saying that um, we accept these different religious backgrounds, then how can we import like prayer of what to whom right. and does everybody yeah. rely on the same source? I think it's that that's why... It's a slippery slope. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's why we have to have different educational backgrounds where we have Christian Academy and different things where exactly. you can incorporate exactly. that to make sure that we're all of one. Right. I like that when we were in school, they used to have the... They could expand upon what they used to do. So when I was in elementary, I think maybe middle school, definitely not high school, um, we used to have world cultural days, right? Mm-hmm. Where Mexican kids bring the di- their mom brought the Mexican dish and okay. then yeah. the Italian. So yeah, they could that they could expand upon that and say, if you're, we're doing this world religious day or something mm-hmm. like. If you're gonna, to me, it doesn't belong in the school, but if you're gonna bring it into the school educate the kids on the different backgrounds Absolutely. at length so that way when somebody comes into school wearing their burqa or somebody comes to school with their um whatever else they wear that's a clear identifier of religious background of relief now the kids are oh i learned about that last year on world religious day or i learned about that last Dang. year on whatever day that was hey girl um so i just feel like it doesn't belong in the school agree 
conversations like this either. But if it's gonna be there, y'all gotta make they gotta make sure that it's done right. They gotta do it right. Like they, they have to do it right. They gotta you gotta involve the parents. You have to get buy in, and if those who don't want to opt in, then they need to have the option to to not remove their children from the right. It has yeah. to be an after school type thing. It I really so. needs to be something that is not. You know, we get so caught up on taxpayer dollars. Right. I don't want this to be a part of it. Right. I don't. You know, I think this needs to be an after school activity. Yeah. Join a club. Agreed. And, you know. A club. See? That could be a thing. We had. The clubs kept expanding. So we went from chess club to, I don't know how it was in Atlanta, but. Vegas, we had I all. I wasn't a part of those clubs, but yeah. We had, had all the they clubs. They had them. They had, I didn't say I was a part of them either. I don't know how to play chess. <laughs> but we had chess club and glee club and all that stuff. So maybe it's a club. Yeah. So, That's a good point. Yeah. Okay. So do we have any other feedback on that? How does anybody else feel about introducing gender identity in elementary school? And I definitely think the age is just... That's it's, young. It's very young. That's young. All right, like if, I said, if you were going to even consider to introduce it, I really think it should be high school. Maybe middle, middle school. Middle school, for sure. Maybe These kids are doing school. so much in yeah, middle school. Yeah, they're doing a lot. I don't want to scare you because you got middle school kids. I don't. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I got high school and elementary. High school and elementary. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, See, so, yeah, mine. Have, I can't even imagine by the time my kids start school yeah. what the heck they're gonna Good be. Good luck, girl. Oh my god. I'll be out. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> I was just talking about this the other day. I'm like, I wonder if there's like STEM schools starting all the way at elementary right. or something where I'm like, just be trade focused, be STEM folk, whatever, because it's getting crazy. It's getting out of control. No, we Sade, don't we don't, yeah. we're not sure. Just reading this um, this policy, it it's, just looks like it's advocating for the protection of children that identify with one gender that is opposed to what they were assigned with at birth. So They're basically saying it's allowed now. So they're right. saying that kids, as whereas I think when we were in school here in Vegas, Sade, they were like, if you're a boy and you come to school in a skirt, you may go to detention or you may have to go, uh, you might get dress coded. I think now they're saying... And they, didn't, they don't identify, so we shouldn't say dresses right, right, versus right, right. whatever. But to me, it seems like if they want to look or say or do something that identifies with how they feel, the gender, how they feel, then they're allowed to. Okay. And the school's going to protect them. So Jessica believes that they're going to introduce it as needed. It doesn't appear that they're going to be introduced in the yeah. elementary school. So again, this is rumor-based in terms of if it will be a part of the curriculum, if it... If, if they're going to address it at all, we yeah. at the very least know that they've created a policy for it. So. Which is, it's maybe a good thing so far. Absolutely. I don't know. My kids are two and three. So. Exactly. <laughs> My kids have not talked about this. They they don't appear, you know, I ask them about these things all the time. Is anybody being bullied? Do you see any um, girls that look different any mm. boys that look different mm-hmm. too, that act different mm-hmm. and my kids honestly elementary age both of them are still so naive to it yeah you know yeah. if they see a boy that um traditionally you might think oh he's gay he's feminine they mm-hmm. can't they don't know they don't even care. know yeah they yeah and they definitely don't care and we didn't plan on rolling into this but just briefly since you do have kids of age yeah when did you guys talk about sex or just we do a lot of things collective, so in our family, um, I don't think it would be appropriate for a lot of other people because we do, you know, we have, there's a huge gap. Yeah. yeah. We have kids in college, mm-hmm. high school, mm-hmm. and now in elementary. elementary school. Yeah. So um, a lot of the time, we will excuse our youngest daughter. Generally, if it's very general, very surface level, 
we'll discuss it as a whole. Yeah. Um, you guys you have know. family meetings. Absolutely. Oh, awesome. Yes, I, I had am. family meetings growing up, and oh, I hated it. Family meeting? Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, I'm having family meetings. Absolutely. Yeah. You have to have family yeah. meetings. You know, make sure everybody is on the same page. So yeah. we are very open. We discuss that. You know, we talk to our kids. Are you having sex? Are you interested in having sex? And I mean, again, I told you what our background is. We're, you know, we're Christian. However, you know, some people are like abstinence, abstinence, abstinence. But my husband had children as a teenager. Right. And I was having sex as a teenager. So for me, I have to go with what feels natural to me and my family. And I think the truth, because my my dad was a teenage parent. Right. So if he had preached that whole abstinence thing to us, it wouldn't have made sense. Right. And especially by the time we're in high school, we're going, dad, you're this age, I'm this age. Exactly. Clearly you have me at this age. So it wasn't even, I don't even think he had the option to even try to lie or, you know, right, try to, right. yeah. yeah. And that's the Definitely. thing, your kids will eventually start to investigate you. Mm-hmm. Tia, you're not in my friend. Oh, sorry. No, that's okay. So she said, I do know, oh and gosh. thank you again, Jessica, because that, that was awesome. Um, for you giving us even the policy number. She was saying the after school thing. They, right. They allow clubs, which they should. Right. Which they should. Yeah. Absolutely. But no. Okay. So yeah, we, we definitely have those discussions in our home. If you guys aren't, I'm encouraging you to, whatever that looks like for you and your family, mm-hmm. based on your family's needs, I feel like in 2019, when our children have access to social media, whether we know it or, know it or not, whether yeah. we're okay with it or not, yeah. they have access to it. It's not from their own phone, from a friend phone or whatever they're exposed to things that we couldn't even our mind couldn't even grasp it right so it would be naive of anybody to not discuss those things with their kids you know i have a daughter who even in elementary she's already started her menstruation it's like you know i have to yeah yeah so i have to have those discussions with her it was scary for me yeah yeah so um started in sixth grade so yeah just as young yeah right i mean so you know, I, I think for us, it's appropriate just based on the ages of our kids and just why why would we deny them access to information? That's how I look at it. I like that. I think we can close on that. Okay. On that topic. Yeah. That, yeah, for sure. Um, okay. Well, um, thank you guys for joining today. Thank you. We just recorded our first episode. You guys got to watch that live. Yeah. Um as I said, when we opened up, you're going to be getting to know us as we get to know each other as moms. Um, and then when we bring our guests on, it's going to be even more crazy. We may even, we haven't worked through the kinks yet of how we're going to format the shows and then our schedules. Like, to even get us here today, we was like apologizing to each other left and right. But I'm like, listen, <laughs> girl, we don't have, today, we're like, we don't got to apologize. You right. have six kids. I have two. I run a business. You, um, you're a therapist. Like, we yes. just have so much going for on. For all so, place. It's okay. We're going to get the episodes to you guys on Mondays. If you click the link in my bio on my Instagram, and then I'll put it in your comments. Yes. If you guys want to follow me. Um, and then you do the same. Make sure that you put your information, <coughs> excuse me, in my comments. Um, I'm mostly on Instagram. So. I'm mostly on Facebook. There yes. we go. So, there's two ways for you guys to reach us. Yes, definitely. Um, this is the Mommies and Mimosas podcast. And. We can't wait to bring you more. Yes. Bye and cheers. Go Cowboys. We don't have our glasses, but But cheers. cheers. (laughs) All right, y'all.